Okay, so I thought of how best to present this to you, but I can't figure it out. So I'll just tell you straight up. This podcast is for you. I know you want to be influential. I know you want to influence your world. You want to tap into that power God has given to you and touch the world with the gift you have. You see, your dreams are possible. Now, if you permit me to show you how, you'll get there faster than you can imagine. My name is Heaven Omenia, and I'm on a mission to turn fishermen into fishers of men. Join me in Becoming Influential every Tuesday by 9 a.m. West African time, where I'll share with you simple things you can do to become more influential for God in your community and the world at large. Welcome to Becoming Influential. Okay, hello beautiful people. Welcome to another insightful episode of Becoming Influential with Heaven Omena, where I share with you simple things you can do to become more influential for God in your community in the world at large. Today's episode is um, special, super special, extra super special, because I want to share with you the conversation I had with my friend. I should I tell you his name? Uh, maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> but let me just share a conversation I had with my friend on WhatsApp. He approached me and asked me a question about how to attract favor. That's a very important question he asked. Because um, today everybody is just being told that, oh, you need favor, you need favor, you need favor. But how do you attract this favor? This thing favor, is it all a matter of luck? Yeah. Um, Thank God for the revelation coming to the body of Christ now on on um, knowing that favor is by sight, so people have to see you. But like, what should you be doing when people see you? Like this thing called favor, is it? Uh, can I predictably cause it to happen to my life, or do I just have to pray and trust God? <laughs> so I want to. Um, I'm just going to play the conversation for you. Uh, listen to it and at the end I'll come back and re-emphasize something said there if need be and uh, enjoy hello my uncle sir good morning sir <laughs> how are you doing uncle I want to ask something um I think for like from yesterday two days to now and all that a uh, I think the Holy Spirit has been pushing me in a direction to really focus on something. It's the aspect of favor by sight. Okay, being favored when people see you. Okay, I don't know. Is there any direction you can point me to with regards to working on that aspect for myself? That um, just like Esther, a lot of persons favor that based on seeing her, and also um, from little research I did. Favor naturally comes by sight, like when there's a sight thing or something. I also know you can be favored even in your absence. But uh, this particular one is the one that has been um, ringing in my head. And wherever I turn, if it's a message, I get to hear it in it and all that. So, Uncle, I don't know. Please help your <laughs> help your boy with with some wisdom, I beg. Well done, sir. To response to your question, yes, it's true. Favor comes by sight. 
but there's something you should know that favor is not unmerited favor is actually merited okay favor is actually merited there's a scripture i would have opened and read to you now but as i'm recording on this i can't uh, minimize this up in the book of ecclesiastics says the race is not to the swift either is this to that or blood to the favor but time and chance happen to them all so favor can come to you based on what you do in time and with chance favor comes to you based on what you do in time and with chance yes there is an oil there is an anointing um that causes men to favor you but there is a role you play in it also it's not only up to god it's also up to you there was a quote i saw by apostle joshua selman the other day he said if you don't honor the laws of god you are far from favor if you don't honor men you are far from favor if you don't strive to become a better person you are far from favor so go back and look at esther what character can you draw out from the life of esther who is the prime example here look at her see what what character did esther display that i can adopt into my own life i can point you to a few diligence number one what are you diligent at what is that one thing that we can say oh god's power is uh, god's will is very good in this thing he's diligent in this one thing what is that thing that is the area where uh, people would find reason to to favor you more see favor is when you are supposed to be paid five thousand for something but instead of being paid five thousand you are paid and then you are referred to other persons that will pay you more that's favor <laughs> that's favor do you get me but it will not just come it doesn't come for no reason it comes because of your diligence your excellence your ability to be exceptional these things command favor people see you and you you may you give them a wow job and then they say oh no i have to work with this guy do you know how many persons have asked me about you because of the designs you made for me that's 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 what attracts people diligence that's one two integrity being a person of sound character being a man of your word saying what you will do and doing what you will say these things bring um favor to you they bring favor to you three value people there's no you don't know who god will use so you don't uh, undermine any person treat people equally irrespective of of what they can offer you or what they can offer you there's so many persons i have experienced in my life that they did they said they couldn't really offer me anything but guess what they had access to someone who could offer me something and i didn't even know it but because of the way i treated them granted me that access there's some person they don't have the money to give you but they know who those that can give you the money and all they need to do is to speak of you in the presence of that person that's all they need to do that's all the butler of of pharaoh needs to do speak of joseph that's all and joseph will be called out so you focus on these three things your integrity one diligence what are you diligently working on what are you becoming exceptional at what what are you excellent in doing number three how you see people how you appreciate people how you value people these three things they will command favor for you these three things they will command favor for you 
they will command favor in strange ways. All right. Thank you, sir. Okay, so welcome back, guys. Um, that was the brief conversation I had with my friend, and I just want to reemphasize some things I said that day in my response to him. I was actually walking on the road when I recorded that voice note, so pardon those extra noise you are hearing. But I want to reemphasize some things I said to him, and the scripture I was quoting to him was Ecclesiastes chapter nine, verse eleven. Ecclesiastes 9, 11 says, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happeneth to them all. Let me read that in another translation. The Amplified Version says, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor battle to the strong, neither is bread to the wise, nor riches to men of intelligence and understanding, nor favor to men of skill, but time and chance happen to them all. All right. Let me um, look for another translation. The New American Standard Bible says, I again saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift and the battle is not to the warriors, neither is bread to the wise, nor wealth to the discerning, nor favor to men of ability, for time and chance overtake them all. Some translation says, sooner or later, bad luck hits us all. <laughs> GNT, good news translation says, bad luck happens to everyone. The message says, sooner or later, bad luck hits them all. Um, is there another translation that says the same thing? Okay, look at NLT. NLT says, it is all decided by chance, by being at the right place at the right time. Okay, so what do you do with time and chance? That's, that's, that's just what we're saying here about being favored. Yes, it's true, favor works by sight. As long as they can see you, you'll be favored. But is it just seeing you? Are you the only person we see nowadays? Out of a thousand persons that offer that same thing you do, are you the only one people see? <laughs> there are several other persons people see. So what makes you stand out that when people see you, they must favor you? I have observed carefully and I have come to identify these three things I shared with him. One, your diligence how diligent are you in what you do it is your skill your gift your excellence that attracts people to you your exceptional quality your attention to detail you're going the extra mile uh, i was praying with some persons yesterday night and i told them that this one of the secret behind people that are highly anointed and powerful is the ability to go just a little further just an extra mile just to pray a little, just to fast a little, just to wait to hear God a little, just obey Him more a little, just a little. It's not something so great. Just a little they go. Just just a little they go. And so you realize that over time, when you compress that little, little effort, the law of compound uh, interest or compound effects begins to play out for them. And that little becomes so great that that little shows faith in god and he rewards them for it so also in attracting favor you need to go the extra mile 
be diligent. What are you good at doing? Remember, we're talking about the things you do with time and chance. So with time, you groom yourself on sharpening your skill, whatever you are, you are able to do. That's what people will see you for first. That's the first point of contact, what you are able to do very well. If, if you don't get this one, it's going to be hard for the fever to be flowing. It's going to take a longer time. So you need to be very good at sharpening what you are good at doing. If you are good at preaching, good at praying, good at drawing, good at designing, whatever you are good at doing, be excellently good at it. That once people see you the first time, the level of delivery you, you, you use to deliver that thing, it just catches their attention. They see excellence. They see God in it. Now that's what brings them, number one, DJs. Number two, integrity. Integrity is your character, being a man of your word, being an honest person, someone who uh, maintains the same image he has of himself inside as he has outside. You're not two-faced, you're a chameleon. People can trust your word. People can believe that if you take a vow to your own heart, you keep to it. That's integrity. Every, every, every ship, relationship, uh, partnership, friendship, mentorship, every ship thrives on shared values. And one of the most powerful shared values is trust. They must be able to trust you. They must know that you're a person of integrity. And it's on the basis of that trust that you are recommended. Do you know one of the things that make people money come to you is that um, someone knows someone needs a service or something and someone else who believes that you can deliver that thing and trusts that you are competent enough to deliver as promised, the person that recommends you. Imagine if people can't mark you as a person of integrity. They know you are skillful, but your integrity, they are not sure if you will keep to your word. They are not sure if you will show up. They are not sure if you will take it serious. They are not sure. They are not sure. How would they recommend you? How are you going to get favored? So, diligence is important. Integrity is important. Number three, value people and honor people. I've already um, said it back there when I was talking with him that there are so many persons who they didn't have something to offer me. I said it with all respect. They like what I think I wanted at that time. They didn't have it, but my respect for them was not based on what they could give me. I just respect people because hey, you are made in the image of God and. If God loves you and respects you, who am I? Your fellow human being that shouldn't love you and respect you. Now, respect doesn't mean I permit you to do all manner of nonsense around me. It just means that you are entitled to your opinions and I should respect that. I shouldn't look down on you because maybe I think higher than you. Everybody is growing. I was once where you are and by the grace of God, you will come up. And if you choose not to come up, hey, that's fine. No problem. (laughs) But yeah, so respect value people, honor people, um, help people as much as you can, and don't really expect anything back in return. Don't favor people because you want to be favored. No, favor people because you are already favored by God. Help people because you have already been helped by God. If you do things because you want people to do it back for you, it will end in tears. Premium, premium, heart-shedding, powerful tears. So don't do good because you want to get good back. Do good because you are a good person. Help because you have been helped. Favor because you have been favored. And as you do these things, when people see that you operate from the realm of abundance, of of assurance and stability in who you are in God, they will now begin to reciprocate and give it back to you. 
This is how you attract favor. The first point of contact is your diligence, what you are very, very good at doing. Number two is integrity. How much can people trust you? Trust is a currency. Your integrity is a currency. A currency higher than money itself. Number three, value and honor for people. You know, as a service provider, as a product seller or whatever you do, um, I've often said this, that when you think you are in a competition with um, another brand in meeting the needs of certain persons, you can create a competitive advantage for yourself simply by engaging emotional intelligence. Your ability to empathize with people, your ability to communicate, listen to people, make them feel good about themselves. Just go and learn about emotional intelligence. Your ability to infuse emotional intelligence and spiritual intelligence, which I recorded in another podcast you listen to later. It really, really carves a unique spot for you in the heart of people. It truly, truly, truly carves a unique spot for you in the heart of people. Okay, so this is just um, the little I thought of sharing with you today when I was asked this question by my friend. I figured out that someone else would be blessed listening to it. That was why I, with his permission, I'm sharing it with you today. I hope you had a wonderful time joining me in this conversation. I want you to connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Heaven Numuna. And the podcast is also on Instagram and Twitter at Becoming underscore pod. Until when next, I come your way. Keep being influential. <laughs>